Blog Talk Radio. Hello? This is Peter with uh, uh, Word of Life here on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad you're able to join us tonight. Today is April the 21st, Thursday. We broadcast on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. every week. Uh, and we're going to be talking about Part Lesson and God Takes Change, Part 10. Our speaker tonight is going to be our co-host, uh, Ella, and she's going to be talking about uh, how love and takes a change as we start with God. I can't understand what you're saying. I beg your pardon? I couldn't understand nothing you were saying. Okay. Let me see. I said, hello, welcome, uh, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Uh, this is Word Alive here at blogtalkradio.com. Today is Thursday, April 21st, 2016, 6.30 p.m. We broadcast every week at Thursday at 6.30 p.m. So please join us every Thursday night. I apologize. I was going too fast for you guys to understand me. Well, tonight we are going to be talking about progressing in God takes change, part 10. And again, our speaker tonight is going to be Ella. She's going to be talking about how love affects our change as we, as our changing and our transformation as we progress in God. So without... uh Prolonging it, we're going to turn it right over so Ella can start right away. How are you, by the way, tonight, Ella? Praise God. God bless you, sister. And God bless the radio audience. It is a joy and a pleasure to be with again tonight. I've missed several sessions, and uh, it's just good to be back tonight. Tonight we're going to talk about progressing in God and we're going to go into an area that is a little bit challenging, but uh, I think we'll, we'll get it. It's about the mind, the battlefield in the mind with our, our endeavor to love God with all of our heart and all of our mind. We have rights that we do not know about the thoughts that where do they come from uh, and the effect that they have on us. Uh, they affect our emotions. They affect the things that we think about, the solutions that we come up with, the, uh, the power just to make decisions and take action. Comes from the brain, and in the mind is where the brain the brain lives in the mind. Mind lives in the brain. I'm sorry, and we have a battlefield. Do we? Can we all agree on that? That there is a battle, a war going on constantly in our our mind, not only in our mind but in our bodies, in our emotions. But they all stem from that area where the enemy and 
circumstances, a war against the perfect will of God for our lives. And uh, I just want to say I'm very grateful tonight that to be in their presence and uh, that the love of God is one of the most prevalent and a powerful part of my being that is it, it's just so absolute. Everything that I do, I think, I feel, I filter it through that love of God. And, uh, and it doesn't make me happy all the time because there's many battles going on. And a lot of them I lose. I win a whole lot, but we lose some too. And that battlefield, the uh, struggles in our mind that we're going to look at tonight and begin this process of knowing how to bring captive those troubling areas as we embrace the battlefield, the weapons that we have been given to us and how we we will begin to look at different tools that we have to utilize uh, and give us an edge that we are as familiar with as we, we're going to be as we walk with God. In our walk with God, <clears throat> we come into a regeneration process. And then that regeneration process is where the battle is. Because human beings don't like to change. We like to be right. We like to be where we are. We like to just, the only way we like to change is when we dominate and win. Before we dominate and win, there's a battle that has to be fought. And uh, we're going to just touch on that tonight. Uh, I'm really excited about this. Because in the last, well, this is 16, since 2013, God has, has just awakened me. We, we went through a training with a, uh, um, what's the brother's name from Ohio? Anyway, he, he promised us. He said, if you stick with me. Pastor Peterson. Pastor Peterson. I'm Michael sorry, my Peterson, phone was unmute. Awesome man of God, and in Amen. in that uh, training, uh, he promised us that our lives would be changed. And uh, my God, it was the beginning of so much enlightening, uncovering, and uh, really making me aware of the things that I did not know. And the things that I knew wasn't complete. There's many things that I saw his training and his teaching. And one of the greatest things that I could recall is uh, the difference in striving to be successful and having the victory of being significant. It's a very, very profound and humbling revelation that came to me out of that was birthed through my my battlefield 
But tonight I want to just touch for just a few minutes here. What is the mind? As we think about the mind, we think about what things that we, the thoughts that we have. We think about the information that we know. We consider the process of thinking. We engage in imagination. We go through a process of remembering, and we go through the exercise of understanding. Uh, As we walk down the pathway of our intellect, and we go through a reasoning process, and as we strengthen our mind, we exercise more that a wonderful gift called wisdom. And where all of this is speaking the mind of the brain till we are able to acknowledge that this is something that we have control over and pursue the process of exercising that knowledge, being accountable for that knowledge, being excited about the practice of using that knowledge. It takes away our excuses because, uh, okay, let's just use one example here we're going to use for this tonight, a thought process. And the things that we we think are the things that motivate us to take action or lack of action, the thoughts that are in our minds. And God has given us, oh, my God, it is he is the orchestrator of the whole mechanism of our brain, our thoughts our emotions, our choices. And all we need to be absolutely aware of is that he loves us so much that he wants the best for us. And many times the best for us causes us to go through the storms of life. It causes us to go through the turmoil it calls us to go through the the many treacherous winds and and the waves, and because only in that process do we come to find the solutions that our emotions and our our brain, our thought process, only in those turmoils do we sharpen our brain to where we become significant, not only to ourselves and what we desire. Because if we don't bring our emotions in alignment with our thought process, and our thought process comes in alignment with what we imagine 
and our imagination comes in alignment with what is true and what is light and what is light. As Christians, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the light. And if any man come unto me, uh, any man come unto me, let him what is it, lay aside his, his, pick up his cross and follow me. Amen. And in that nugget of picking up the cross, it's where we learn how to bring our mind, our brain, our emotions, our thoughts into submission. God said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now, we've been talking about progressing in God in love. And this is a huge, huge pearl. It is, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Keeping his commandments is doing and being able to commit no matter what to what we know is true and what we know plan of God for our lives in spite of our emotions, in spite of our desire, in spite of our self-righteousness. There is truth that comes Purely from the heart of God's love for us. Because it makes us want to do what God wants us. So that we can receive the the cloak, the growth, the stamina, the presence in him. That we grow to where we can go into the throne of God. We can go before God. We can come into his presence in our spirit man because our spirit man is made strong when our emotions and all our will and all those things are come brought into submission. And uh, there is this uh, scripture that says, With loving kindness have I drawn you. If God don't draw us into this this love, into this significant place in him, flounder, we struggle. We miss that intimacy of his love. Just being in his loving presence, being able to be okay with God. I, I miss that, Lord. I'm so sorry. It hurts us when we we miss those truths that bring us the growth that we need in these hard times that we go through these struggles. It's His love that does this, and as we surrender ourselves, our intellect to it, instead of you know, our nature is to it ought to be this way because this is what I think. Instead of bringing all of our thoughts into captivity of the will of the Lord, and it's it's a learning process that we're going through, men and women of God, we are being in the potter's wheel. We're being churned. We're being changed. We're being developed. We're being strengthened. 
we're being empowered. And most of all, we're being shaped into the very image of what God had in his mind when we were created. We're being changed. That progress in God, it causes us to be still in the midst of the storm. No matter what, the lights get set off. Well, praise the Lord. What do we do, Lord? We learn to rely on him. That's what that loving kindness does. That's what the progress that we make. And these that footsteps that we make in these perilous times are so profound in terms of our stability that the purity of our thought process where we don't have to think that we write all the time. It's okay. Thank you, Lord, that you called me to see that I was in error. Thank you. It's not a struggle anymore. And that we embrace with with appreciation. It's like when my children were growing up, the grandchildren, I moved into this house, and and uh, every birthday they would I'd mark a mark on the wall and put their name beside it to see how much they've grown and put the date. And that's what these challenges do for us, how we're growing. God gives us markers so we see and know and are aware of how much that we're loving him more than we did before. And that love brings us through great storms, but it also brings us into great happiness and deep deep joy that is so, it gives us peace in our mind. Our brain, we're able to relax. We're able to go into those places that are troubling us and come out with the victory, come out with the truth, come out of those those struggles with new clarity of our intimacy with God, that he loves us so much that he takes the time to take us by the hand like little children and like sets us on his knee and causes our brain and our emotions to understand that we're in the pot, on the potter's wheel and he's molding and making us because we're here on this planet to do the will of the Lord that his love his kindness, the splendor of the amazing things that only God can do. We look back over the year, and there has been several incidents of the miraculous things that God has done, healing, finances, opportunities, meeting the people that you never would believe in your lifetime you would ever even Dream of the possibility of knowing that our tools to open the gates that we might be able to do the will of the Lord in the earth. Men and women of God, expect God to do miraculous things as we yield our minds and our souls to the the battlefield, don't try to deny it. Don't try to avoid it. Don't try to make excuses. Let's just 
step in the battlefield, knowing that we love him and that he loves us. That will cause us to put on our helmet of salvation, put on our shield of, of faith, our breastplate of righteousness. It will cause us to equip ourselves with what we know of the tools and the life that's in God and our intimacy and our spirit man, that he comes to take up his abode inside of us. And we treat him as royalty. Look and expect intimacy through our brains, through our emotions. When we're sad, oh, Lord, what is this? Give me an opportunity for enlightenment. When things are going wrong, in all things, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you and I. Amen. As we uh, look at, I ran through this quickly, and I apologize. But men and women of God, if nothing else that you get out of this tonight, know without a shadow of a doubt without a doubt in your mind that God's love is the most powerful, powerful influence, possession that we have been freely given. Use it, sharpen it. I remember when my brother was learning how to to hunt and stuff, and when he would kill his his squirrels and stuff. He had a knife, and the way that he was taught how to sharpen and keep that knife sharp, the weapons of our world warfare sharp. And that's our love for him. Invite him in any time. Even at the most embarrassing times, invite him in. When he shows up, he'll show up without an invitation. Just know it's him. Make room for him. Make room for him. He's working a great work inside of us. He's preparing us for an awesome, awesome work of demonstration of who he is in the earth. And you and I have been chosen. We've been chosen. And uh, my heart is so excited. And uh, I even got to the point where I embraced those things that God that I I was overlooking, and I was blaming somebody else. God said, no, you forgive at first. I can't do a thing about what happened to you until you forgive. And as God taught me how to forgive because he loved me, and as I learned to forgive, then God showed me my mess. And that's why I needed forgiveness. Amen? That's clearing the battlefield in our mind so that our thoughts are pure, our thoughts are Amen. That's the place to come. Amen? God bless you tonight. And uh, turn you back over to Sister Renetta and keep the battlefield of your mind operating, knowing that that your playground is your growth ground. Amen. Love you. Amen. Amen. You know, she was talking tonight about how God draws us to him by his loving kindness. 
and you know, it's hard to really explain the loving kindness of God because we really don't have anything to compare it to here in earth because it surpasses everything that we know. We can talk about the love of a father, but then a lot of people don't have the love of a father, a natural father, so we can't use that to explain to them what it, what it really is. We can talk about the love of your mother, but a lot of people have never known the love of a mother. So that I can't make some people know what I'm talking about if I try to use that to try to compare to them what the, what the love of the Father is really like. So it's hard to take our words and put them together to explain to you what the love of the Father is really like. The best way to do it is what he did for us. God loves us so much that in spite of ourselves, in spite of our mistakes, in spite of our flaws, in spite of our sin, in spite of the choices that we make in life, he doesn't stop loving you. He loves you so much that he stands with his arms open, ready for you to turn to him at any moment in your life. And if you would just turn to him, he receives you. And that's anybody, whether you are walking with him or not. If someone explains to you God loves you and he wants a relationship with you, if you believe that and turn to him, he receives you. Amen. He receives you. And if you're a backslider, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how bad you think what you've done is. He's standing with his arms open wide, ready to receive you. That's how great his love is, because God's love toward us has nothing to do with us. Hey, so what I mean by that is, it's not conditionally based on what, nothing that you ever done or ever will do. He simply loves you because you're his own creation, and he created you for himself. He created you, and he gave you your own mind. He's talking about the battlefield of the mind. God gave you your mind. He gave you your will. He gave you your emotions, and with all of that, he gave you free choice. And he set you in an earth that's already corrupted by the plan of his enemy, and he desires that you choose him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And he's loving you. He's loving you. He oh, just wants you to choose him. And if you choose him, your life will transform. If you choose him, and, and choosing God is not a one-time thing, let me tell you. <laughs> because I'm a believer, but I've chosen God many, many times. And the reason why I say that is because in the course of our life, in the course of our walk with God, on this journey that we are calling on this broadcast, Progressing in God. We have many opportunities to choose. For example, let's say you get saved. Let's say you're about, uh, well, I was 12 years old when I got saved. Let's just choose me. I was 12 years old when I, when the church considered me really saved, uh, put it to you like that. I don't know how old I was when I really, really got saved because you really get saved when you make that commitment in your heart to God. You believe really in your heart, a place where nobody can see but God. You accept what he's done for you. You believe it totally, and you open your mouth and say, I believe it. I accept it, and I want you. He accepts you right then and there. Amen. 
So I'm pretty sure I was saved before I thought I was saved, but the the age that the church identified me as saved, I was 12 years old. And uh, different things happened in my life. I had, I'm, and I'm 61 years old. I had a birthday uh, Sunday, so I'm 61 years old. And I've made many choices in my life. Some of them was not right. Some choices I made were counter to God's will and purpose. Some choices I made was a plan of the enemy. But guess what? God never stopped loving me. He kept loving me until I started choosing to walk with him again. And even after I chose to walk with him again, I still had to keep choosing God. Amen. Sometimes on a daily basis, things happen in your life where you're presented with options. You're presented with open doors. You're presented with opportunities. All of the opportunities, even if you are a believer, that are presented to you are not God. Amen. Some of them look good, sound good, even feel good to you, but it's still not God. God has a plan. He has a purpose designed specifically for your life. And so over and over in our lifetime, we make choices. Like she's talking about the battlefield of the mind. That's where our choices are made in our mind. And so we are dealing with all of these thoughts, and we're dealing with all of these imaginations that we have. We're dealing with all of these desires and emotions that we have, and we deal with all of them in the seat of our mind where our choices and decisions are made. And we have to choose what voice am I going to listen to today? Am I going to listen to the voice of God? Am I going to listen to the voice of Renetta? That's me. Am I going to listen to the voice of the world? And then in order for you to uh, have victory on that battlefield and choose the choice of God, you have to know his voice. And the only way to get to know his voice is the same way you get to know anybody else's voice in the world. You got to <laughs> spend the time with them. You got to commune with them. You got to build a relationship with them and spend enough time in that relationship till you know when it's them speaking, the same way with God, till you know when he's the one speaking, till you know that's the Holy Spirit nudging me. I got to do this. And then when that battlefield of the mind starts, it's like going through a minefield, but when you have learned his voice, it's not so much a minefield anymore. Then you just you have to be you just have to uh, exercise your will to choose his will and silence your own emotions, silence your own desires, silence your own imaginations that are leading you uh, to choose that other door. That's not the will and the purpose of God, even though it may look good, even though it may feel good as you draw close to the door, but you feel something in your spirit tugging, saying, no, no, mm -mm, that's not the right one. And you've had the experience so many times, you say, this is the Lord leading me. And he said, no, I can't take that opportunity. I have to turn that down. And you go with what he's offering you, or you stay with where he has you, and you don't move. And we we walk out these like Sister Ella said earlier. I haven't won every I haven't won every battle. I've lost many battles. But guess what? He didn't stop loving you when you lost. And because he didn't stop loving you, you can keep going. 
You can try it again. We have brand new mercies every morning. That means every time you wake up, no matter what happened yesterday, it don't really matter. As long as you choose life today, choose love today, choose God today, choose his word today, choose truth today, choose truth this morning, this morning. Great is our faithfulness unto me, Lord. I will be obedient. I'm willing to go through the door that you opened for me. And according to God's word, if we are willing and obedient, we will eat the good of the land and our time is up. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast tonight. We hope you got some tidbit out of it that can help you in your progress and in God. Meet us again Thursday at 6.30 p.m. And please bring a friend. Good night, all. God night, all. God night. God bless you, sister.